0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePetro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. It is, in fact, uh, Tuesday. It's 12.06, and we're standing by. There's going to be, I'm going to carry it. Uh, they're going to have a press conference coming up with the developing situation in New York City. Brooklyn, uh, folks, this very easily could have been a terrorist attack, could be a terrorist attack. We're going to uh, follow it and then bring it to you as uh, police giving an update on the subway shooting. And then the uh, suspect had a gas mask. I recognize this is a, a developing story. Uh, I believe they're still, you heard us talking about it a little bit last hour. They're still uh, looking for the suspect. But we're going to follow the story and then bring you this updated press briefing that happened, again, in Brooklyn, on Subway. Uh, there's a lot of different facets to this. The suspect apparently had a gas mask and we understand threw a uh, smoke grenade. So a number of people were shot. A number of people were injured. A lot of people also just the element of um, of smoke inhalation. So we're going to get. An update. Boy, uh, the lieutenant, think of what's going on. And again, right now, folks, in uh, hello to everybody. This is Michael Geary, Dan Hawkins. There's Joe Trotter. My goodness. Hi there, Arlene. Thank you very much. Folks, uh, you can, uh, there's Beth Gagnon. Everybody that tunes in the live, uh, we have the live stream feed on the Facebook page. It's John DePietro's show. But we're going to monitor this uh, press conference. <clears throat> They're a uh, subway shooting tip line. So they are. Um, right now, really underway. Try to find the suspect. This could have been a terrorist attack. I repeat, um, they're saying. I believe the suspect is a person of color, but we're going to give you the latest. But on this Tuesday, now, right now it, it's twelve oh seven in this developing story. You know what's interesting is, you know, for a long time, it, you know, you worry about the subway, <clears throat> and you worry about a potential subway attack, and now we're, you know, learning. We're going to hopefully learn more. But um, boy, what a um, A day in New York. The lieutenant governor was indicted this morning in New York now. No such luck uh, in Rhode Island, but 16 people injured shooting 36th Street subway station. But it's in Brooklyn. And first responders, at least eight people were shot. A woman sustained a gunshot wound to the back, two others leg, head injury, and they are still looking for. The, um, the suspect, they're still looking for the suspect. So some of the footage is just brutal. as You see the people fleeing the, the train, there's smoke, people are panicked, uh, and the police are still searching for the gunman, who I believe had on a gas mask and some kind of um, – all right, I'm seeing some updates now. No active explosive device found at seen a Brooklyn subway uh, incident. Uh, preliminary information indicated the suspect who fled was a man wearing a construction vest and a gas mask. Now, I had heard it was a person of color. The suspect they were looking for—that's um, what I had heard. Sixteen injured, eight shot. Now, folks, obviously, with uh, Kate DiPietro living and working in New York City, as she lives in the West Village and works on Fox and Friends. Um. You know, obviously concern on something like this. Let me just, appears to be eight gunshots ring out. Passengers in a subway car hurry to exit a train. This was in Sunset Park, Brooklyn, who, let's just be, be, just so you understand, that's uh, uh, quite a distance from Manhattan. But let me, I think we have some uh, audio of this. I want to hear this. Wow. Yeah, that's, oh my goodness. That was, uh, that's, that's gunshots, all right. Wow. That's, um, let me hear this again. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Terrible. Even more. Wow. All right. So, and that is obviously uh, taken over and dominating all news coverage. But I want to, um, uh, folks, remind you again on this, um, yeah, it's terrible. Commuters aiding, injured in the aftermath of the shooting. We're going to stand by. I believe we have the uh, press briefing. I believe we have the press briefing right now. I want to uh, carry this. Let's um,
1: give us the status of the system, and then we'll be able to ask limited questions. There will be another briefing later this afternoon where we'll be able to update that and then additional briefings as needed. First Deputy Mayor Lorraine Grillo. All
0: right, folks, you're listening. This is live, update
1: in New York. So from the very minute this incident occurred, the mayor and I have been on the phone monitoring the situation constantly. We have uh, worked with all of our agencies, the FDNY, NYPD, OEM, all of the agencies who have worked really hard together, and we continue to throw all of the city's resources at, at this,
2: at this
0: we
1: situation. Go. We've made all of the resources available, and we'll work with the Office of Emergency Management for any additional needs. I'm going to ask the Police Commissioner, Keyshawn Soule, to speak to you and give you an update on, on the events today.
3: about an active shooting incident that took place this morning inside the 36th street subway station on the N line. I want to begin by assuring the public that there are currently no known explosive devices on our subway trains and this is not being investigated as an act of terrorism at this time. We can also report that although this was a violent incident, reportedly we have no one with life-threatening injuries as a result of this case. This investigation is only hours old, so please note this information is subject to change. Just before 8.24 this morning, as a Manhattan-bound N-train waited to enter the 36th Street Station, an individual on that train donned what appeared to be a gas mask. Oh. He then took a canister out of his bag and opened it. The train at that began to fill with smoke. He then opened fire, striking multiple people on the subway and in the platform. Again, we will describe him as an individual. He is being reported as a male black, approximately 5 feet 5 inches tall with a heavy build. He was wearing a green construction type vest and a hooded sweatshirt. The color is gray. At this time we are working with our federal partners where we are asking for the public's help. Anyone with information, videos, or photographs, no matter how insignificant they think it may be, is encouraged to call Crime Stoppers at 800-577-TIPS. All calls are strictly confidential. I'd like to turn it over to the FDNY to give information about the victims. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I apologize, the governor would like to speak now. Governor Holcomb, my apologies. This morning, ordinary New Yorkers woke up in anticipation of a relatively normal day. They left their homes and route to school, en route to their jobs, and to a normal day as I mentioned. That sense of tranquility was disrupted, brutally disrupted by an individual so cold-hearted and depraved of heart that they had no hearing about the individuals New York. that they assaulted. What happened they simply what about their daily lives. This individual shot. is still on Interest. the loose. This person is dangerous. They're asking individuals to be very vigilant and alert. You'll get more reports on specificity five as the foot day goes five on. Blackmail. This is an active shooter situation There's right now in the map. city of New York. I just got off the phone with the mayor. He's recovering well. He's monitoring. He's actively engaged the situation, I wanted to let him know that the people of the entire state of New York stand with the people of this city, the this home community, is and we say no more. No more mass shootings. No more disrupting oh. lives. No more creating heartbreak for people just trying to live their lives as normal New Yorkers. It has to end. It ends now. Are and we are sick and tired. that mass shootings or the loss of a teenage girl or a 13-year-old. Yeah, more police. It has to stop. I'm committing the full resources of our state to fight this surge of crime, this insanity that is seizing our city because we wanna get back to normal. It has been a long, hard two years. That's what we crave, a sense of stability and normalcy. And this is what the mayor and I are gonna continue to work for. And I thank the partners, the brave people of the MTA, the first ones who had the sense, the drivers of the train, to leave the station to make sure no more victims could be hurt. The NYPD, in this, has one purpose and has to stop the insanity of these crimes. You'll hear now from our, our department. I want to thank them for being there to help us refuse a volatile situation. But we'll be giving continued reports as this day unfolds. Again, we ask everyone to be careful be cautious, report what you see. It is likely that someone out there listening to this is going to help us lead us to that individual. You have a description of what they're wearing You know the details. But this is the day we pull together as New Yorkers, united in a common purpose to say no more. And that is what I'm going to continue to do as the governor of the state of New York, working with our local partners right here. Thank you.
3: Governor, good afternoon. This morning, the FDNY received reports of gunshot victims in the subway. Thanks to their quick response, we were able to treat 16 people are suffering from gunshot wounds at this time and five of them are in critical but stable condition in our local hospitals. Yes, we have 16 total patients, 10 of them are suffering from gunshot wounds and five of them are in critical but stable condition at this time. I'm going to pass it over to the MTA for an update on
2: our subways. First of all, we have to thank the NYPD and the FDNY and the whole team who've done so much to protect us and immediately to recover from this situation and i also need to acknowledge the mta workers who had were, were at the, the thought the foresight to immediately move a train that was on the platform the r train out of the station so it could carry people to safety that was that was smart thinking right now uh, b services suspended w services suspended. The D and the N and the R are running with suspensions and some shuttle buses. Um, And folks should check the website for latest. Obviously, it's a disrupted uh, day. Um, But a lot of the system is, in fact, running. Um, I just want to say one thing on a personal note, which is on 9-11, I stood on 4th Avenue and watched people, New Yorkers, come back from that tragedy. And I thought, I watched New Yorkers help each other and storekeepers walk out and give people water. That was the the same thing we saw on the platform today. We saw New Yorkers in a difficult situation, an emergency, helping each other. That's the subway riders. That's who New Yorkers are. Every day they're showing people in the subway, which is our public space, that New Yorkers of all varieties can come together in small spaces and get along and create something bigger. That's what we remember in these emergencies, as well as the tragedy and the thought for the for the quick recovery of the victims. These New Yorkers are incredibly resilient. Just after, as they They are in every emergency, and we thank them for what they've done, and we thank the governor and the mayor for their leadership in all of our recovery from COVID and from every one of these challenges. So, just to reiterate for you,
1: are able to answer in questions. Uh, just to also underline our partners here, you got Mike Reagan. Uh, Mike Reagan is the assistant special agent in charge of the Joint Terrorism Task Force for the FBI and NYPD. John DeVito from ATF is helping us with tracing efforts and investigation. Uh, he's the special agent in charge for New York City. We have the Brooklyn District Attorney, Eric Gonzalez, who is also here. And, uh, of course, Chief Ken Corey, Chief of Department and First Deputy Commissioner, Ed Com- so we'll start off with questions for the police. Was the shooting on the train? Was it shooting on the well, train? Or was live? Is the suspect on the, the train? And was it, it was, did it all happen in the 36th Street station or what happened down at 25th Street?
3: The suspect was in the train car. The shooting began in the train car. can you give us some more detail, exactly what happened in the car? Did the suspect say anything? What type of weapon did he have? And what was going on inside the car? Is this all happened? As I stated before, we are only able to get limited information because it's under investigation. As the train was pulling into the station, the subject put on a gas mask. He then opened a canister that was in his bag, and then the car filled with smoke. After that, he began shooting. One <laughs> time, guys, one time. commissioner,
2: does this appear to be random? Any idea why this individual did this?
3: We do not know the motive at this time, but we're not ruling anything out. <laughs>
1: Of the other not.
3: There are a variety of other injuries from smoke inhalation to shrapnel uh, to panic from the incident. When you say shrapnel, is, what was the shrapnel? Is? It could be from anything. It's still under investigation at this time, so it could be a grazing from a bullet. It could be from the panic after, following the incident.
1: this morning but this is not the place but i will be addressing it very shortly let's focus on the fact that there are people in a hospital right now fighting for their lives those are the people we're thinking about and praying for at this moment all right thank
0: you very much all right folks again that was a uh, lie i thought it was important to cover it you know i i also want to folks good afternoon it's the john DePietro show on am 1380 and 99.9 fm right now it's twelve twenty two. a lot to take away from that i think that was aaron katursky Uh, I recognize a voice from ABC News that asked the question to the governor, why why are you saying gun violence? How do you know this isn't terrorism? Why are you ruling out terrorism? This business of it's the gun violence. New York has the strictest gun laws, uh, some of the strictest gun laws, if not the strictest gun laws in the country. But if you don't have enough police on the street, it's it's not a matter, you know, you're just not going to do anything. But I also just want to point out, and here we go again with, um, you know, and this, this is a news outlet this is a news outlet and and again on social media and many years ago i you know i actually worked at the station but how do you have a news outlet uh a wabc radio in new york the suspect in the brooklyn subway attack remains on the loose was last, see, last seen wearing a big gas mask and construction vest well to think that they still are running around with the gas mask and the construction vest is ludicrous. What they fail to put is that he's five foot five, that he's a five foot five black man, a five foot five person of color. How How is this like what is wrong with the media that now say that let's make an active decision and let's not identify who it is. An accurate depiction because they don't want to be called racist. Are, are you trying to catch the person or not? Folks, this political correctness. And the thing about that, that station, which I was on at one time and worked on, you know, they consider themselves fearless with their hosts, right? And Rudy Giuliani's on there and some of these other people. Well, if you're so fearless, why couldn't you put out the description? Of who it is that you're looking for—a five foot five individual who happens to be a person of color—the fact that they still, um, (laughs) and listen, you know, anyone could have predicted the moment you're still seeing some of the actions. Number one. The person, I'm I'm even still looking at other members of the media that won't put out the race. Here's a reporter in Boston. Update, 16 injured, 10 shot, person still on the loose dangerous. They just gave out the description. It doesn't make you a racist if you repeat the description of the person they're looking for. You know, the, the system's really gone broken. New York Times police are seeking a man with a gas mask and orange construction vest <sighs> who had been wearing a dark blue outfit appeared to resemble that of a transit worker could have been a transit worker I I, I for the life of me you know and that's just that's one thing that's the New York Times but this is going, flowing into everyone New York PD says this is not being investigated as an act of terrorism. All right. Well, then that, I mean, that's actually a positive. I i just do not understand. Do you want to catch the person or not? The whole element of a depiction. Listen, if they were white wearing a Trump hat, do you think that would be described? If they are Asian, give the description. The person is five foot five, man of color. Why would you not list that? Well, we don't want to be seen as racist. I, 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 this this whole notion, New York Lieutenant Governor arrested in campaign finance scheme. Arrested. Arrested. You know, a lot of that going around. You watch. You know, today, McKee and company, they're going to have a big press conference about that stupid Superman building. Um, Let me just get to where um, um, this guy was brought into federal prosecutors' conspiracy. Um, Let me just see. Arrested a federal corruption charges. Well, you know, I I guess he could give the Governor McKee speech of, uh, I'll say this. When you come up empty, let's see who's going to have the courage to write that story. I mean... I I just, I don't understand. Do you want to catch the person or not? They were, you have someone that shot these people, and it was early on the subway, and someone could be listening saying, wait a minute, I know who's five foot five, who could be a little bit off, who I did see with a gas mask. (laughs) I, I, I don't... Now, again, I expect it from the New York Times. Police is seeking a man with a gas mask. But now the rest of them all do it. That's the part that I don't understand. I come back to you. Do you want to catch the individual or not? That should be the goal. Not you're going to offend the community. Folks, this happened with Providence College, where the head of security got bounced out for describing, you know, it's no longer about. Um, trying to catch the person or what happened with the crime. It's it's now it's all about let's just make sure we don't offend anyone when we're giving a description of who it is that we're looking for. Now, we're going to talk with Representative Patricia Morgan in just a moment. You know, we had her on the program yesterday. And again, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. It's 1228 um, on AM 1380, 99.9 FM, you can always listen online at the website, petro.com You know, yesterday was one of those days. I had a meeting with someone, and um, we met at Brood Awakenings. We met, I saw David, Brood Awakenings in Warwick, Baltimore Road. Good crowd, in and out. I spoke with some different people that said, one guy said, you know, two days of the week, he's out of the office. And so he, he treats Brood Awakenings Warwick as his office. And I understand it. I had a, a delicious... I mean the drinks are just fantastic. Um, I had a delicious banana smoothie. Folks, discover the brew difference. Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, Warwick, Bald Hill Road also have the drive-through, and then um, and then Johnston has two locations. So I want to give uh, you know Representative Patricia Morgan. I give her a lot of credit. She stuck to her guns. I'm not going to say that I thought she was treated fairly yesterday, uh, because I don't think she was treated fairly yesterday. But I come I come back to I I don't understand. This this started, um, I don't want to say it started, this has been going on for a while, and now a man in a gas mask through smoke grenade, New York City subway shooting, 16 injured, good luck trying to get from the mainstream media, who does the person look like? The good news is, because of the amount of surveillance cameras that are now available, I'm sure, to be honest with you, I, I'm sure they have footage of him exiting the subway wherever then he went and now they're trying to maybe pick him up somewhere else. I mean I there's so many cameras nowadays that um I, I would think that they might have a, a good handle on who it is that they're that they're looking for. All right, I wanna get uh let's call Representative Patricia Morgan, who yesterday folks, um you know, the way she was treated and maligned and Lieutenant Governor Matos who is not even talked about the whole situation with the FBI probe with that. Hello. Folks, join us on the line right now. And she is so brave and speaks for so many people. And and it's our friend. We spoke to her just 24 hours ago. It's Representative Patricia Morgan. Good afternoon, Rep Morgan.
4: Good afternoon, John.
0: Well, Rep, we spoke to you yesterday. You laid out the legislation that you were going to introduce in that committee. And mm-hmm. I would like to hear from you and circle back on how you think it went, how was it received, uh, and and you've had a chance to kind of digest it all a little bit 24 hours later.
4: Actually, the hearing itself, I think was successful in this respect. I'm the town crier. I am waking up parents and citizens in Rhode Island to what is happening in our schools. Up till now, nobody's been when I'm courageous or not, I guess I don't want to make myself bigger than I am, but nobody has been laying it out and letting people know what is happening in our schools. And I'm doing it. I've done the homework. I've gone into classrooms where good teachers have invited me in to show me the poison that is, that is happening in the classrooms. And, um, you know, I've followed up with, with parents who have called me about the sexualization of their children Um, And as much as they they tell schools, please don't do this to my child. Don't call them by a different name. The schools are refusing to listen to parents. So I I, I put this legislation in. I think it was on all of the TV stations, right? The radio stations, it's been in in print media. Hmm. So now parents are hearing it again, and it is substantiated. Now, at the hearing itself, it's typical. You know, uh, Chairman McNamara. Um, he's from Patuxent Village, yep. Cranston.
0: Mister Calamari, what war? Mister Calamari, Warwick, right, yeah. and he's
4: also the state chairman of the Democrat Party. So he did everything he could to shut down my testimony. Yep. right. He was he was telling me to hurry up. Right, he was signaling me, hurry up, get this over with.
0: Yeah, um, he asked you to withdraw you know, it. You want to withdraw yeah, it?
4: That was a red herring. Yes. That some—I mean, right in my bill, it says nobody is allowed to discriminate or use racial slurs or any other kind of slurs against any member. You know, any any kids in school. And he's trying to say I'm I'm allowing bullying. With uh, my I my bill. He's just—I
0: didn't get that rep. And you know, some of the misinformation on Twitter. I'm so glad you went after that. Alquist, who I call Uncle Atheist, this business of, oh, Rep Morgan wants to cancel Christmas out of school. Well, as you rightfully point out, listen, God was taken out of the public schools a long time ago. The kids can't talk about Christmas. They can't sing Christmas songs. That That is completely laughable. Uh, Christmas and God left the public schools a very long time ago.
4: A very long time ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping you and your listeners... Um, Are getting more information so you can help me fight this. Yes. We're not going to win it this year, but we are going to win it. Yep. And you know, John, we need people to run for the school committees. Yes. Right. People who don't want this poison in the classrooms, they need to run. Um, And I'm hoping they're listening to me now in your your audience and saying, well, maybe I can step up. Um, I'll do everything I can to help them.
0: And, folks, again, we're speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan. Rep, I I even saw Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, who, by the way, has not commented on the FBI probe that's underway between uh, the administration of McKee and Matos. But, you know, the misleading, this is Rhode Island's version of don't say gay. There's nothing in it that mentions that. Uh, They tried to distort that with Governor DeSantis in Florida. Anyone that takes that position, in my opinion, is not... They're very disingenuous the way they approach it because it has nothing to do with that. It's it's very simple. And the way I understand it, was you were just trying to take out, let's not lecture young children that they're white supremacists, that they're racist. Like, why are we even talking about this? Let's not even have these types of discussions. But, boy, they flip it around and. You know that Harrison oh, yeah. Huddle was running for office. Some of the things he was writing were atrocious. I give you you credit. I do wish that more legislators up there stood with you to show more support.
4: You know, they do support me, um, and and it's okay. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of the tip of the spear, but they they do. They do tell me that they they're glad I'm doing it. They support yep. me. I got all kinds of people in the state house giving me a thumbs up yesterday. Um, and 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 our time will come, right? Um, we have to get more parents informed. We have to wake up the, the the folks out there. You know, we all went to school. We had the regular anthologies. It's activist literature now. It is. That's yes. what's going on in our schools. There are yep. paperbacks. All those textbooks were removed and replaced with these textbooks, which are nothing but activist literature. Yep. Um, and, and parents, I'm hope you know, I, I don't know that they let the kids take them home because they're paperbacks, right? They'll get torn and dirty and lost and stuff. Um, and that's how they keep, they're keeping parents in the dark. But we need to wake up parents. And as far as don't say gay, there could be. Not. I said basically, I was saying that adult teachers who are in a controlling position over these children—you know, children look up to their teachers and they are they are so easily manipulated. Yep. Let's face it, right? They want to please their teacher. They like their teacher. Their teacher can give them a good grade or a bad grade, so they have a lot of power over children. And I all I said was. Adult teachers cannot delve into the sexual, the intimate, personal sexual lives of their students. That's right. Who are minors? Yes, minors. This is this is creepy. It I'm is. sorry. Where an adult wants to sit and talk to children about sex? In what universe is that allowed? I mean, if it happened on a on a playground, we'd have that guy in jail in a minute.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. But he and he calls I also himself wanna, a teacher and
4: he's allowed to do it? I want to no. address
0: folks, again, with us as Representative Patricia Morgan. And, you know, that Reverend, now it's Donnie Anderson. And, again, listen, He I knew him as Donald Anderson. He went through a full t- gender change. Now he's Donnie Anderson. He's a woman. feels he was trapped in his gender that he didn't want or didn't feel comfortable, whatever. I'm not going to debate that. He's a grown man. But, you know, you point to something much larger. I'm screaming, you know— t- Go after me, not these kids. But Rep. Morgan, you know, you you raise a very good point. A, a teacher having a discussion with a six year old, and and you know, saying to the child, you know, well, maybe you were meant to be born a boy, or maybe you were born to be meant to be born a girl. That they, they are not qualified for that. They're not tested on that. Yeah. They they have no business discussing that with a young child and and there are, you know there's
4: there's all kinds of without the parents without the parent knowing about it
0: that's right
4: they're telling kids don't tell your parents that we're calling you a different name yes think
0: of that and rep morgan if you would just expand upon that so they have a little girl and then you know tells the teacher you know i really like my friend you know she's my little best friend and i we don't hold know him.
4: i think i'd like to be a boy yes I, so, you know i think i'd like to be a boy and right away they glom onto them oh well maybe that's what the real you is yes no that's a little girl saying you know i'm a tomboy, a tomboy, or right. you know boys get all the fun right. or what have you right yes um or they may not
0: know why you know i've heard parents say you know, when they had a, a little girl say, I think I want to be a boy. And then, you know, when they, the the father and the mother, they kind of sorted it out. She started to say, because the older brothers in the family got to stay up later. So she wasn't saying she wanted to be a boy. She just wanted a later time to go to sleep. But, you know, what's going on and people need to understand is in classrooms, you know, have teachers saying, all right, Donna, from now on, we're going to call you Donald. So yeah. so now you have a little seven year old girl and the parents don't even really know that in school, They're calling this little child Donald because then they start to, you know, yes, it's terrible. Or these innocuous names, you know, mountain and river and stream. And from now on, we'll just call you star, you know, or these non-binary type of names. And so what Rep Morgan was trying to say is let's let's, you know, get away and take that out and just focus on curriculum. And my goodness, Rep, the way the activists want to distort it. And, you know, even the media are huge, but there was no huge gathering. You and I have seen when they've had no. big rallies. That was like a <laughs> handful wasn't. of Yeah,
2: people. it wasn't a huge gathering, not at
4: it all. Was none. Uh-uh. No, now, it was not. No, it was rampable. How, um,
0: what was the reaction before, during, when we spoke to yesterday, you were getting threats, the state police were involved. Uh, any update yeah. on that? Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, the
4: state police and the Capitol Police were wonderful. They arranged for me to, you know, to park in a secure place, and good. they met me there and locked me into the good. building. But, but I wasn't threatened once I was in the building at all. Okay. Um, so, so I was, I was safe. Um, you know, the state police and, and like I said, the cap police did their job. I felt safe, and it, it went well. Nobody tried to push me down the stairs. So we're good.
0: You know, good. you know what else, folks, and I want to point out to Rep. Morgan is, you know, if anything, I'm getting email from people and messages saying. I wish I had known, and I support her. Now, Rep, part of the thing is you're up standing on the wall, and you are the woman in the arena willing to put yourself out there and against opposition. But I hope you understand you do have people that support you behind you. The problem is they don't want to face the mob, they don't want to face the wrath, they don't want to deal with it. Um, that's why we have elections that's why elections need to remain you know uh, uh, we're in secret where ballots are not revealed you have a lot of supporters but the problem is the the politically correct woke mob they want to drown them out to make sure that other people don't step up to speak out on behalf of representative patricia morgan yeah i know they're there
4: john and i'm really thankful for the little messages that i get but I've gotten written notes delivered to me in the statehouse, and, and those are actually, actually very important to me, because sometimes you get beaten up, you know, yes. and it's, you know, that's like a band-aid to make you feel, give you a little bit more energy. Yes. I know they're there. I know I'm, I'm, I'm standing up for kids, and I keep saying, why are teachers, all these teachers who came and said, I want to speak to kids about sex, right? Why? Don't they want to teach comprehension? Right. Why don't they want to make sure that their these kids can make change? Yes. That they that they can have successful adult lives. Yep. Why isn't that their priority? Ugh. I mean, you, we have to push back and say, what's wrong with you people? Yes. Right. You're Your teachers, your subject matter experts, and your ch- the children in in uh, Providence, it's eighty five percent aren't proficient in math. Seventy seven percent aren't proficient in reading that's right why don't you do your jobs get out of these children's heads yep and start doing your job right it's about academic performance it's about setting high expectations for kids and helping them to reach those expectations yeah it's not about sitting around and saying oh let's talk about you know your gender dysphoria today maybe we can maybe we can get you into puberty blockers
0: you know, it's so disturbing, Rep. And again, folks, So speaking of Representative Patricia Morgan. Rep, the only thing I there, – there's something larger at play here. There has to be where there's suddenly this interest um, – I think you do a lot of da- – I mean, not you. I think they – I know. They do a lot of damage. They confuse a lot of young people um, if- who then aren't sure what to think. And so much of it, it could be natural. You know, if you're a little five-, six-year-old boy – there's nothing wrong with saying I I just want to hang out with the boys and you know and I just want to do rough and tumble things and and play with games yeah. or sports, you know you don't need someone saying well you know maybe someday that means you want to marry a man and you they're just yeah. they're they're creating confusion amongst very vulnerable children. A mother
4: called me to tell me that I'm um, her her daughter and her best friend, two two little girls out on the playground. They just you know, they just love being each other's company, you know, two little girls, they right. giggle, they laugh, they're they're inseparable, right? And the teacher said, you know, someday maybe you'll marry one another. Oh God. Now why are you even putting that in the mind of an eight year old? Yep.
0: Terrible.
4: Tell me. That's, that is grooming, right? Yes. That's setting these kids up. And so their, her daughter came home and said, why would I marry Jessica, right? right. What's that about? The teacher said, maybe I should marry her. Mm. And it's like, now the parent has to have this conversation, which is just stupid. Yeah. They're just best friends. It is. Right? Well, that's well, that's destructive stuff. You know, I've, I've been reading a lot, and um, there's kind of an explosion of, so that teenage years of kids thinking that they're trans or gay. That's right. An explosion of it. Yes. Well, that's this indoctrination. And honestly, any time a teacher inserts their beliefs or values between a child and their parent, that teacher has stopped teaching. Yes. And is now indoctrinating.
0: That's right. And Rep, there have been studies, and anyone that really follows the subject, um, there have been countless individuals that say you know they were unhappy they were depressed uh they came to the conclusion that they did want to switch gender they had a teacher and people really encouraging it they go through it and then i saw an interview where the person said you know i thought i was unhappy before now i've gone through this i've done permanent damage i've had you know testicles removed and so forth now i can't go back now before I was depressed, now I'm suicidal because now I'm yeah. really unhappy. It never should have been designed that way. It's, it's all, it's just part of it. But what I want to point out for people is the courage it took for you to stand up there and say, hey, listen. And what's so fundamental is it's across the board. You're saying this should apply to everyone. They don't even want to hear that. They don't want to accept what you're putting forward. They want to turn it into something else.
4: There is a very sick agenda. Uh, and that's my word, sick. Yes. <laughs> right. Everybody else Yeah. There is an agenda out there. It's a gender ideology, um, and it's a racial ideology it is. that yes. the Democrat Party has embraced. Yep. And um, and they, you know, there's, we've got to stand up against it because it is destructive to our country. It's it is. It's destructive. Yep. It bad for our children. It is. Um, and uh, you know, I, I am, I am happy to be the, I'm happy to be the town crier, but eventually others are going to have to join me if yes. we're going to get it stopped.
0: Absolutely. And that's,
4: that's just the reality. I can't stop it by myself. No, I can make people aware of it. Yes. But others are going to have to help me. Um, and, folks, and again, she does. I mean, I think Brett
0: Morgan, it, she takes the bows and arrows, but at some point, Need other people to pick up the slack and say, you know, she's not wrong. And you have to withstand the mob and you have to withstand the name calling and the labeling because that's all they want to make it. They want to make it. If yeah. you are against it, you're racist. If you're against it, you're homophobe. They they don't care about the children. They just care about assigning labels. That's it. Yeah. So,
4: yeah, you know, um, I mean, I'm my bill was about making sure that every child, regardless of their of their race or yes. ethnicity or gender, every child enjoyed the protections of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. That's right. How is that a bad thing? Oh, and they're calling me goodness. a racist, Yes, a racist, Yeah. because I'm saying I want every child, every child, mm. no matter who they are. To enjoy those protections, that's no right. discrimination, no yes. segregation, Terrible. no use of stereotypes oh. to judge them, but they get to be judged as individuals. Right, and that's racist. Yeah, I, I don't know. Figure that one out. Yeah, it's it's just it's just a poisonous it ideology, yep. and they have just embraced it wholeheartedly.
0: They have, folks. Again, she is Representative Patricia Morgan. Rep, listen, great job yesterday. Uh, I like your courage. I like your attitude. There are so many people that agree with you. Um, I have a feeling, and and I understand, by the way, teachers that speak out, they don't want to put their job on the line. They don't want to get fired. Uh, it's not an atmosphere no not where they can speak up. Yes. They've they
4: in a the basement now. Yes. They won't let her interact with children. That's right. And teachers need their jobs. They're supporting their families with those. That's but right. many, many teachers have reached out to me. I've been to their classrooms. Yes. And they walk me through what's happening in these classrooms, yeah. John. They're walking me through it. They're showing me the books. I'm yeah. reading the books. Terrible. And um, they are just about indoctrination. They are not about... Good academic standards they are not about making sure our children can um, you know st- you know get out there in adult life and be the best that they can be they are just about robot activists out of them
0: that's right it's,
4: it's it's not good
0: yeah well you know I'll leave it with there was I know a parent that said a teacher uh, there was some boy in middle school and the teacher, uh, you know, some kids, listen, kids are going to be kids. And as much as sometimes you try to protect it, that some certain things are going to be said. But the teacher was basically saying to these boys, and I'm not going to I think the boy's name, I, I'm not sure exactly what it was. It might have been for some reason Benjamin. But the teacher was basically telling the other boys Benjamin's the only one here with courage because Benjamin's not afraid to admit he's gay. Now, listen, I, if Benjamin is gay, that's fine. But stop saying that if someone's very comfortable with who they are and they prefer same-sex relations, that, that doesn't that doesn't make them a coward. That someone's braver than someone else. These are like fifth to fifth grade boys. So yeah. it's become this you know, distorted thing of you know, the people that are really heroic and really have courage, the people that are really brave are the ones that are willing to announce that they want to switch gender. Or that they're attracted to the same sex. You know, how they equate that with hero you know, heroism or brave or courage, I I don't know, I don't even know how to respond to something like that. So some child who just doesn't have those inklings, who is happy that she was born a girl and she's attracted to boys, but she's not brave? I mean, I just don't understand. That shows me, Rep Morgan, final that the teacher is unprepared, doesn't know how to deal with it, and really shouldn't be dealing with it.
4: Yeah, can I just say something about how closer yes. that is? Think about, all right, so every child who wants to be trans or gay gets all of this praise yeah. lavished on them. Yes, They get love, they get to be special. Yes. They get, you know, special, um, special everything. Celebrity, yes. It's right. So now other kids are saying, well, geez. I would like everybody. Yeah, you know, I want to be famous. Me too, I want right? to be popular. I want to be popular. I yeah. want my teacher, you know, patting me on the head and telling me how wonderful I am. And there's where we're getting an epidemic of kids who are climbing on that that, that you know that truck. Yes, and it's not a good truck to be on. No, they don't belong there. No, right? They don't belong there. Um, and, and teachers are misdiagnosing. They're subject matter experts. They're not therapists or psychologists. They are misdiagnosing depression. They're misdiagnosing just emotional turmoil, you know, from a, a divorce or a grandma dies or an aunt. Or, or COVID something. or whatever it is. Or COVID, yeah, or, or social exactly. media. Kids and are feeling, they feel bad. They, they, they don't feel good again right they're depressed they want to feel good again and here's a teacher will come up maybe you're trans oh, okay maybe i'm trans and all of a sudden they get all this oh, yeah and they feel you know they feel praised and, and uh and special. they feel you know, good about themselves again yes. special again yeah and 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 then they what's it i i've read and this is starting to happen a lot of children who were in that circumstance now they're growing out of it but in the meantime, they've been put on on puberty blockers That's and right. hormones and yep. all this stuff. Their new bodies have, name, have, identity. have been ravaged. They're yep. sterile. Uh. Their their cognitive abilities are lowered. Their their bones and their muscles have been affected, weakened. Terrible. And they're getting up into their you know early twenties and they detransition, and now they're suing the
0: schools wow.
4: for allowing.
0: Well rep, and I will say who this are to, just
4: teachers. That's
0: right. To and I'll, this I'll say this. One and let's be honest, a lot of the teachers as you said, the test scores speak for themselves. Why don't we focus on better test scores? And then when they're teaching and the kids are really learning, then we can start to look into some of the other areas that they want to explore. But for now, why don't we just focus on what they were hired to do? which is just teach right. basic reading and writing and math. Folks, she is Representative it's Patricia nice. Morgan. Rep, great job. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again. You too. Um,
4: be well. Be well, everybody in your
0: audience. All right. Folks, Representative Patricia Morgan right here on the John DiPietro Show, and she was being uh, brutalized on social media. Hey, folks, this part of the program, you know, it's a little bit of a gray day. Great day to head to PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They're officially open for the season. Stop in to Rhode Island's number one garden center, beautiful selection of pansies. They have pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers and bowls, all assorted colors. PR landscape materials and garden center, look for them on Facebook. Easter plants, tulips, hyacinths, daffodils, hydrangeas, colors available, blue, white, pink. They carry many man, uh, landscape materials too, including screen loom, black, brown, hemlock, mulch, uh, Crushstone. Look for them on Facebook. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They're open every day right off of Route 4, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Folks, stop in and see them. They are Rhode Island's number one garden center. We went a little long with Brett uh, Morgan, but I, I wanted to give her a chance to explain uh, that people need to get a handle on what's, what's going on. Parents do. In the classrooms. And and I'll also say this, folks. Um, in this portion of the program, now right now it's 1256, it's Tuesday. Don't forget, right now, you could pop in. You want to make it a great day? Go to Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Uh, Ron is so talented right now, delicious calzones, the freshest calzones. Everything's baked fresh. He has the delicious chocolate donuts, sandwiches, sausage and pepper, free coffee for police and military. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're open today and this week. Everything Easter, the Wandy trays, uh, special Easter treats. They have the gift baskets for the kids. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them today. I um, I feel bad because, if anything, I knew the fact the type of coverage Representative Morgan was going to get. Uh, I think she, you know, she is brave to bring a lot of these things up. Um, I think the Republican Party could support her more with this. I recognize and people will say, well, you know, they don't all get along and they need these are the issues. What Rep Morgan does, and I want to give her credit, is she identifies quality of life uh social issues, cultural issues that people understand, people identify with. And at least you could make inroads to get more people involved in the party, and she's right about people running for office. The Rhode Island Republican Party, as I've said, folks, this is a golden opportunity right now, this election cycle coming up to get some people elected, because the Democrat Party is so far left now. If you are and I know many people that are still proud Democrats, but the party has just gone so far left. And it is um it's really amazing some of the outrageous, you know, the de- look at you know New York City, the defund the police, the uh you know, every cop is a racist cop, the whole element of black lives matter, everybody who's White uh, benefits from white privilege, white supremacy. You know, you have someone like Governor McKee, $2 billion, won't even entertain a tax cut. You know, this is a time, but I think where they really, a lot of people have have just hit the wall is when they've learned what's really being taught in the schools and that there's an activist agenda. I'll tell you, it's not the Republicans that are teaching this stuff. It's the liberal left woke Democrats. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, hey, it's sponsored by the Lawn Doctor. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. Now, on this Tuesday, you could call them at 401-392-1025. You could. Or you could just go to their website. They have a great website. It's LawnDoctor.com. LawnDoctor.com. And you just type in your zip code and they'll give you a free quote. And you want to call them right now because they have... Early spring crabgrass control, time release fertilizer. They have a blend of high calcium lime and also the time release fertilizer. Late spring, summer, grub prevention, early fall. Lawn Doctor online, 401 392 1025 or online, lawndoctor.com. All right, it's John DiPietro. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Get the latest on what's shooting in New York and a lot more. Another full hour to go. The power hour is next. Radio only. On AM 1380, FM, back on the other side after the one o'clock news.